1: You're listening to the What's Up Falcons Podcast Summer Camp Edition. It's time to get to work. That's right. I'm talking to you, Vic Beasley, with Rock, Hoop, Q, Aries Falcon. And keeping it sexy, LG. Hey,
2: everybody. What's up? This is the uh, What's Up Falcons Summer Camp Edition, or should I say Summer Camp Edition coming to an end, and we're rolling right into training camp. And um, I think this is day two of the training camp, so we're going to wrap up our Summer Camp 5 Series Edition right now and then roll it into the first two weeks of uh, training camp. And uh, we have a special guest, Mr. Toby from Pound to Pound to come in and talk to us about his experience at uh, training camp over the past weekend. And, uh, but before we start with Toby, we're going to introduce who's here on the call today. We have long time, none here from Q in the house. What's going on, Q? How are you doing?
3: Man, I'm the original Dirty Bird podcaster. Are you kidding me? You are the original. We
2: didn't hear from you in a while. That's all.
3: Mm, <laughs> so, summertime, man. Summertime.
2: I hear that, and we also mm-hmm. have keeping it sexy Al G in the house. What's going on, Al G? What it do? What it do? What it
0: do? Yeah, Hall of Fame game right around the corner. Can't oh. wait.
3: Oh yeah, it's Thursday, right? This yep. Thursday.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. two hours. Exactly. Taking a day off. Taking a day off. The exhibition game.
2: <laughs> we an exhibition game. <laughs> yeah, really,
0: man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I used to take thirties off anyway. just happened to fall like that. <laughs> don't don't
2: try to clean it up now.
3: <laughs> I know, right? I know, right?
0: And Give some uh, popcorn.
2: <laughs> and You guys might recognize that voice. Uh we have Mr. Toby from Pound for Pound from the Pound for Pound podcast. He was he's been on here once before during our summer camp edition show. So he's back with his uh take on uh training camp. What's going on,
4: Toby? Hey man, it's all good. And you know, uh, I plan on crashing the party a little bit more with you guys, man. Y'all are y'all are loads of fun, man. Oh man, you're always welcome here. You-
2: good. good. And next time we'll have your boy JR on as well.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: All right, fellas. All right. OTAs are over. And uh, it's time to get to work. Everybody, it's time to get to work. And the and the Falcons are at the training camp, man. And um, we didn't get to make it. At least, you know, the What's Up Falcons podcast, fellas, didn't get to make it because, you know, we got some kind of excuse going on. But. Toby, <laughs> Toby, who's real diehard and does what he needs to do, was there. And we wanted him on so he could talk to us about the things that he saw, he experienced at the uh, training camp. And I'm sure that's going to be fun. But, Toby, before we start with that, man, I want to talk to you about your last video you had up, man. And you seem pretty high on Mr. Uh, Xavier Oliver.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Isaiah Oliver, man, he um, he got to come with it. He does, huh? uh, so we so we so we really don't have a choice but to be high up on him or or low on him because um, <laughs> he's taking up for Robert Alford, and um, I don't see him doing any worse. Right. So you know, it's it's only going up from here.
2: Because I, I like you, I like what you, the title of your video, man. You said uh, just like how Tupac said, uh, "You got the juice now."
4: So oh, yeah, yeah. Because Dan Quinn always talks about he's looking for those who are going to bring the juice. Right. Uh, and so um, Isaiah Oliver got to bring it.
2: Now, why, why are you so high yeah. on Isaiah, man? You said you were really focusing on him. I mean, why him in particular? Because he did what he, did, what he started off doing last year?
4: Well, because he has the potential to be good. Right. Um, I know he's watched a lot of Richard Sherman videos. He even admitted yeah. as such. Um, that he has watched a lot of videos. Him and Dan Quinn have sat down, and Dan Quinn himself said he knew what Isaiah Oliver was going to be. So that tells me right there they drafted him in the second round with that in mind that he could potentially be um, a Richard Sherman who was drafted in the fifth round when he came out. Right. Um, And, you know, uh, I get just as excited as anybody about that long length which they definitely have been using. Uh, and we'll talk about yeah. that in camp. All right, cool, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So uh and plus, you know, he, he's gonna be the man that I I would think is gonna have to handle the Mike mm-hmm. Evans duties. Oh yeah. Uh because you don't wanna put Desmond True Fun on Mike Evans. <laughs> no. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've all seen <laughs> that story. <laughs> yeah, it don't it don't turn out well. A lot of yellow flags raining down. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) That's my biggest complaint about that dude, man.
3: What? Oh yeah. Say what? Yeah, the yellow flags. Yeah, the yellow
4: flags. Like, like uh, Toby was saying. Right. Yeah, but that's that's why I'm I'm, that's why I'm um, I'm high on him. I I believe he definitely has the potential, um, and you can definitely see the confidence on the field. Right. um, That even in his stance, like when he's not playing, you can see that he feels like he belongs this year.
2: Right. Now you remember last year He, he came out as you know as a, as, a, as a good spark for us But he also has been a rookie he You know he, he calls us Maybe one or two penalties That was kind of like Yeah, dude slow down You know You exactly. don't growing
4: exactly You those The exactly. rookies Yeah 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 he, he he's gonna have them um, My only concern That I would like for him To make sure that he watches out For us giving up too many touchdowns Yeah um, yeah. We definitely want to be a better red zone defense this year. He's shown the potential that um, he can handle his own, but um, you can't allow guys like A.J. Green to slip through the cracks, right. um, which he did, and we lost that Cincinnati game with, you know, 14 seconds to mm-hmm. go in the game. That right. should have never happened. No. Um, and to have a part in it. Oh, I'm sorry. Trufart yeah, yeah, had a yeah, part in that, too. Yeah, he did. He, he had a part in it. Uh, it was surely. It was definitely some miscommunication there uh, with all that was going on. But, you know, a lot of people were down, too, because, you know, um, you got a lot of your top defensive pieces that are out, which, thank God, they are looking very strong and back, which, you know, that we'll be talking about that, too, man. And um, everybody's looking pretty strong. And and the confidence level right now is, is very high amongst that defense. Like, it is higher than I've ever seen.
2: Nice. Well shit, man. Let's just go ahead and roll into uh what you saw at the at training camp. And so did you go this weekend, you go Saturday? Well, Sunday?
4: So I went um, Thursday, um and I went Saturday. Okay. And uh, my wife just approved for me to go this Sunday as well to the to the bins. Nice. So uh you know, I had to make sure it was cool with her because, you know, that's church Sundays. So uh, <laughs> I had to make sure that was approvable for me to be able to skip and go. <laughs> but uh, I definitely plan on being out there. That'll be my first military day because I haven't been involved in that since, um, you know, it got started or whatnot. So that'll be a great experience to see the guys that uh, allow us to stay free and be able to do what we do.
2: Okay, okay. You Were you in the military? Okay. okay.
4: No, not? I never was, but I had family that was, man. And, uh, okay. you know, of course, growing up young, you don't really think of how important that really is because you're out playing and stuff. So, right. but uh, as you get older, you realize the importance of it and the guys that have gone before me and my family, man. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been to, a, you know, a few funerals where because guys, you know, my uncles and stuff have served in the service, right. um, their service was, you know, military. based you know Uh, it's kind of scary when you go to those though cause you you hear those guns going off but um you have to get used to that part you know
2: yeah I went to one with my uncle man and yeah that 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 does shake you up a little bit when he started shooting the 20 with the 21 gun salute
4: yeah something like that Mm -hmm. yeah
2: but uh um, all right man so um all right so what else happened out there
4: so like I said before man the confidence level because Dan Quinn is taking over the defense man it's it's high man okay. you can tell it um I don't know if you guys ever watched clips when Dan Quinn was in Seattle in 2013 or 14 man they Richard Sherman them used to get on Russell Wilson hard, man, when he first got there. Cause right. They were making so many plays on defense. Right. I mean, they would they would yell out, you suck, and all this <laughs> stuff to Russell Wilson. Now, I'm not gonna yeah. say that the, the Falcons defense is gonna go that far. Right. But you can definitely tell, man, them guys is making plays like crazy. Now, I'm always cautious when I see that. Um, and the only reason that I'm like that is because for whatever reason it doesn't translate quite as well into the regular season right uh, we had the one six one season in 2016 where they had you know 17 uh, fumbles I think that year uh, which is very high they actually had that many last year but only recovered four Right. Out of those 16 So I know that is definitely A um, a high talking point amongst that defense But they've been causing a lot Of turnovers man And um, I can tell you right now Ricardo Allen does not look like he is phased By his injury of Achilles Nice He's balling I also heard, heard uh, Vic Beasley looking good From what I heard Well I'm gonna um, Have to pump the brakes on that just a little bit <laughs> Just a tad, just a tad. Um, You know, you got to do better than Ty Sambralo. I mean, it's obvious that he has Ty Sambralo's number. uh, And many of us do speculate that Ty Sambralo is going to hold down the right tackle starting spot until Caleb McGarry um, is ready to go, um, unless Caleb pushes. But right now, Caleb is still on the second team. Uh, He probably won't get his chance to really push until starting this Thursday um, in that first preseason game, Hall of Fame game. Okay. Um, but I, I need to see a little bit more. Yes, I have heard talks because um, I didn't see any of that showcase Thursday and Saturday when I was there. But
2: you saw him, though. Uh, what, what did he look like yeah. when you saw him?
4: Um, that's the only thing. I didn't really recognize him because he didn't do anything that stood out to me. I'm just being honest. Right. I um, mean, he, his
2: stature, though, did, could you see the. the the the, the the muscle he pounded, he, he's he been working on, or, he, you know, the hurt he's gotten real big. You know?
4: Well, here's what happened, and we talked about this, um, the last one, when they, yeah. you know, I was telling you he gained about seven pounds of muscle. Right. So, how it went down, it was kind of hard to really get a real feel of what his stature was because of where I was. Right, right, right. Um, You know, as a fan, unfortunately, I can't get down as much as I would like to get down. Mm -hmm. I was down low the first day, but what they did was (laughs) they were on the right side of the field. You guys been to camp since Dan Quinn, been there, you know, both fields are vertical. Um, Which is great for us. It gives us a chance to really see You know um, what's going on, but what they did on Thursday, they had a lot of players that were kind of blocking the fans, where we couldn't see what was going on. And Saturday, we did get to see Mm. a lot more. Um, I, my mind really wasn't on Big Beasley because he wasn't some because I guess because of the recent struggles he's had. Right. My mindset was not really locking in on Big B.C. All right. But what about
2: about Devontae Freeman, then?
4: That, yes, because you can't miss him. He's been making explosive Mm -hmm. plays, man. When we were there, he was hitting them holes, and he was gone. Wow. Yeah. Um, He's someone that he's been standing out, not only based on reports from Vaughn McClure and them, but I got to confirm that when I was there on Thursday and Saturday. So, He's definitely ready to go. And he, he looks a lot stronger uh and a lot faster. Okay. And um That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, and now I saw um Von McClure had put out a um a video with him working on his footwork now. So that must mean he's talking to Julio Jones and them about right. footwork and um really taking the wide receiver to the next level. Wow. And so if he if he gets that down, his footwork with juking people and understanding how to do that, yeah. man, it's it's gonna be a great year for Devontae Freeman. And I'll oh, go ahead. I,
2: I'm just it real fast. I, I heard a little um, interview with him, and he seems to have, I think, sitting out for a whole another year. Set kind of really set in with him mentally, and he realized that he can't keep doing what he's been doing before just pounding hard and going you know as hard as he can and then risking himself in, being injured like that he was talking about how right. he, yeah, he, he he's changed that up he realized that he can't do it that way now so uh, hopefully okay.
0: he's getting okay. a little smarter yeah he
2: was talking about that I heard an interview okay. about that um,
0: well, that's what I predicted and one of our podcasts that, see
4: yeah, yeah and we, Man, I told
1: uh, we need it
3: we need it I, I think I told you guys a couple of months ago, Warwick Dunn actually put him aside and talked to him about running as a running back as far as Freeman goes. Right. So, you know, yeah. and if any small running back and run and not get hurt, Warwick Dunn did it Exactly. For his entire career, you know. I mean, Warwick Dunn was a great small running back. I think Freeman's a lot bigger than Dunn, right? Yeah, faster. Yeah, yeah. So if he can just adapt that style of just getting out of bounds or, you know, whatever it takes to not take the big hits...
4: Yeah, get out of bounds, man Yeah, we need them all 16 We need them all 16 this year, man Yeah, man, all 16, man Although I'm hearing some fans Projecting that he won't make it to all 16 But, I mean, hey um, I'm interested interested to see We need at least 90% (laughs) We do, we do
2: But but, uh, speak. Go go ahead, go ahead, Toby Who's his backup? That's what I was going to get into Ito, I think, right?
4: Yeah, so that's what I was about to. So that's what I was about to get into right before you said that because I kind of figured that's where you was going next about the other running backs. Oh yeah, go uh, ahead. So um, of course, you know Dan Quinn said today on his presser that behind Devontae Freeman there will be more like a running back by committee. So all of these guys are going to get an opportunity. Um, Quadre um and Brian Hills should he make the as the fourth running back, and Edo Smith will get a chance you know, according to certain situations, um, to really showcase what they have this season. I, I believe they're really planning on using all four of these backs if they take four and keep them on the roster. And Brian Hill, guys, I'm loving what is happening with all our running backs, man. These guys are already looking naturally fluid. Even guys that weren't naturally fluid and catching the football out the backfield, right. like Quadre Olison, Brian Hill. We already knew with Devontae Freeman, and Edo uh, Smith get brought to the table when it comes to receiving the ball out of the backfield um, and passing. But, man, all of these guys are becoming very versatile, man. That's been the whole theme this year. And the coaching staff right now, as it looks, is doing a great job at coaching these guys up and um, getting out of them what they need because they know they need everybody to step up to the next level this year. They plan on getting back to the Super Bowl. And um, these guys are looking good, man. It looking real good. That I did get to see up close with all the running backs and stuff, man. They, they are running, they're hitting the holes. And um they 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 handling business right now.
2: Cool, Q. You should be happy Ooh. about that. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Really
4: happy about that.
2: So what else, Toby, who else stood out? What about what about that uh our uh wide receiving uh squad that we have?
4: So you already know of course We don't have Julio Jones. Right. Um, But Muhammad Sanu continues to get better and better every time you see him, man. And, like, just being up close, seeing him in person. Um, Unfortunately, he was given... Desmond Truefront the business on Thursday when I was there, and uh, <laughs> I, was, I was definitely close down there to see that. Explain um, it, please,
2: and, Toby. Explain it, man. We 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 would love to hear yeah, that, man. <laughs> explain it. Everything explain that you it. saw.
3: And and does it and does it worry you?
4: Uh yes, it does. Yes, yes, it does. Um, he just he he really couldn't handle to new, and he's not really good. I'm starting to notice with handling mm-hmm. bigger size receivers. Period. Right. Um. And as you guys very well know, we're going to be playing a lot more press man coverage. Yeah. Um. This it's year finally. than ever. Um. What I what I think he would be good at. Which I think he would be good at. But right now, seeing that Thursday, now I've heard. Reports Like Sunday, he started making more picks. And he did have a pick on Thursday, albeit that was a a gift to him because he really didn't do that seriously defending. It just oversailed, and he was there. Um, But I I, I really didn't like what I saw. I was almost about to put uh, APB out on him because um, I was getting a little nervous about that um, when I saw that Thursday with him and Sanu. And you don't even have Julio Jones out there yet. Right. And you got guys like Russell Gage, what yeah, so if Russell Gage can give us that Aldrey Robinson um type of role that we got out of Aldridge Robinson from twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. we're gonna be in good shape. Okay. Um because right now he was giving the business also to a lot of those guys out there. <laughs> um so I'm I'm liking what we're getting out of him and we already know what he can bring to the table as far as um, special teams. Um, he got a lot of rave reviews from last season uh, on special teams. But now he's adding, you know, pass catching to that repertoire. And I think he's going to get a chance to really push Justin Hardy for a spot at that fourth wide receiver spot there. Oh. Uh, I haven't really seen a lot out of Justin Hardy. Um kind of unfortunate because I right. thought he would have really taken the next step. You know, usually they say about the third year's when a wide receiver either catches on or he doesn't. Right. Um uh, and he's going into what his fifth year now um as an Atlanta Falcon and it just yeah. the light just hasn't come on yet, but I mean he he's a special teamer. Hey, so that could keep him here, you know, right. um with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think, honestly... Oh, go ahead. That will lead
0: into my question to you. Did they show any special teams out there?
4: Yeah, they always start special teams first. Um, Dan Quinn is a hardcore believer, um, just like Pete Carroll, um, with special teams being at the front of how you want to start your practices because that is huge for us, you know. Um, field exactly, position, exactly, Uh Especially for the defense with field position and stuff like that. So that's always an important factor when Dan Quinn starts his practices that they really put a lot of emphasis on special teams being out there in the front. It's going you know to
0: be interesting to see that because uh you no longer have Keith Armstrong so it's gonna you know, I'm ready to see what this looks like, you know, without him, you know, running the show now. See what this new guy does with the special teams. So we're gonna have sure have a different look, you know, I'm expecting. Awesome. You know what that game plan. Man. Yeah.
4: But I, I can tell you from my return um situation that um Kenyon Barner on mm-hmm. Bonner, man, that dude is a is, is nice size dude, man. Okay. And he be cutting through there. Like, he makes it look so easy, like, with making cuts. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. um, And, I mean, I was just, like, impressed, but make no mistake about it now. Rookie Marcus Green is holding down his own as well.
2: Okay.
0: So they don't push Justin Harden out of that position?
4: No. He ain't, he ain't even involved anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, really? Fact they had, yeah, matter of fact, they had another guy, I think number seven, C.J. Wharton, and he's an undrafted rookie that was out there fielding punts. Wow. So you can see him like said, uh, Thursday. Going to be a different look on special teams. I just heard today, man, that they're they're going to put Tavecchio on kickoff. Now and they're taking Bosh off of that. Really? Oh, really? Yes, I, that was Yeah, that was interesting to me. It caught me off guard when I heard heard them mention that. you oh, gotta have Bosh out there, man. Hey, Man, they got. They, I guess they're gonna just Basha. leave him going punk, kicking, punk, hey, he you like, the like the hit. hit, yeah, That's man. true. That's true. He does like to hit and flex. Hey, <laughs> hey, your boy Muhammad's a so. new. Your boy Bahamas and New take them in a nice field goal. Oh, really? Yeah, they let him come out there and kick. So you know, if something happened, he 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 would more than likely be a serviceable backup.
2: So 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 is a receiver, a backup quarterback,
4: and a kicker. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
2: <laughs>
3: like
0: Chad Johnson. Hey. But Chad
3: Johnson hey. was a backup backup hey. for the Bengals. I <laughs> think yeah.
0: now don't forget. Yeah. People, that people want that. People wonder why Dan Quinn keep this guy around. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm just, um. I'm well, just, well,
2: well, well,
3: well his, his girlfriend is bad as shit too. So don't forget
2: that. Well, that's why I was gonna say they keep, <laughs> they keep Sanu around for the white women, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh,
3: well, white women that look like Coco. Yeah. Exactly.
4: Uh, oh, that's funny. That's
0: funny.
4: <laughs> hey, man. Hey, buddy, hey, whatever works. Exactly. <laughs> I, I hate. They, I just hate they keep talking about these trades that could possibly happen with him. Man, it's still swirling around. Now they're talking about uh, Mike Tannenbaum. I, I saw what he was saying that uh, the Giants should go after him since they're losing all their wide receivers to injuries and um, violation,
1: oh, and trades,
4: substance yeah. violations, and stuff. So yeah, they're still talking about this stuff, man. I I, I don't know what's going to become of that. I don't know if they may make a trade with him before the trade deadline. Mm, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. Guys either. like H, and Justin Hardy, and um, you know whatever other guys they have that's going to take that sixth spot step up. Right. They may make they may decide to make that trade, man. Because who's uh Who the dude
0: from Detroit that just got caught up? Wide receiver, I can't remember his name. Oh man, They were the Giants now, right? Yeah, you talking about Tate? Yeah, Golden Tate. Golden, Golden Tate. Tate just got caught. yeah.
4: Yeah, that's that's guy. That's what I was talking about with the um the vice Yeah. Violation. hmm mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and he's and he's appealing. <laughs> he's
0: appealing. His <laughs> oh, he's appealing now. Huh? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, man, the wow. Giants are hurting over there, you know, man. They are, man. They are so. It's been bad, man. Hey, man. Wow. I, I'm I, but I don't feel bad for them. I don't either, man. I don't feel. I, bad I for probably me. shouldn't be like that, Christian man. But you know what? I'm you just like. You can be like that. Be that, like that all coming. that talking trash they do to us about 2011 and all that stuff and how we only score two points and all of that. You know what? <laughs>
2: It is what it is, man. Hey Toby, you can be like that. The all Lord right, all don't right, see nothing. Me. Hold on, the Lord don't see nothing. No, no, no. with a nice little uh, <laughs> friendly rivalry, man. Trust me,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Toby. Toby, your lady's letting you skip church, and now this is how you do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty why nice. I should go. Home. Yeah, you need
2: to go. <laughs> wow, cool, Dang, man. But- that, that's cool, man. Um, well, you, go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. You,
4: no, but definitely look out for those battles, man, between Kenyon Bonner and and your man's um Marcus Green, man. Okay, that's that's going oh, to be so to watch come Thursday night. Yeah. That was Wednesday good Thursday.
3: stuff. That was yeah. I can't wait till Thursday. But um, you did you guys know that the Falcons are playing five preseason games? I didn't realize that. My son told yeah, me yeah. that and I said, I said, man, you don't know what you're talking about. They only played four. He said, no, nah, they're playing five, Dad. I googled it. He was right. I didn't tell him he was right, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to <laughs>
3: me. I didn't know. I didn't know. He caught me by yeah, counts, off guard to- the preseason, but- yeah. <clears> but hey, Toby. Um, <clears throat> Let's talk about the real hot potato. Let's talk
4: about Matt Ryan. How did he look? So, um, you know, there's a lot of fans that are in panic mode right now because Matt has been throwing a lot of interceptions. On the news Uh, the other night, that's all I saw was them in training camp and he
0: threw two. I think that was uh, two or three nights ago. Yeah, but this is
4: typical.
0: again, just doing
4: credit to the defense. Yeah, some some of it is the defense. Um, actually, a lot of it is the defense because they've been turning over that ball on Matt Ryan more so than ever. I'm sure Matt Ryan's not used to seeing that. Right. Uh, but some of it is uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan always ties stuff out. Say that again to me. He he uses training camp to try a lot of stuff out, OTAs and stuff, to see what he can get away with. But once he gets into the season, I mean, this is why this man has thrown only seven INTs in in two out of the four years he's been with Dan Quinn in that system. Um, He he likes to try a lot of things and just experiment and see, you know, okay, if I can get away with this or get away with that in the game. And and the defense definitely shows him that he can't. Um, but that defense has. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you guys are gonna see a noticeable difference in this defense in that secondary, and I'm gonna tell you why. Um, for a while, there was only one guy that was aggressive at jumping routes and taking it to the house, and that was Deion Jones, right? Now you're seeing guys like Ricardo Allen jump routes, um. And intercept the ball. You're seeing other guys jumping routes now. They're getting very confident. And I told you guys that I believe in Jerome Henderson. (laughs) And Jerome Henderson has these boys confident. They are jumping routes like it's nobody's business. And that's why Matt Ryan is turning the ball over so much. Uh Because now they're anticipating everything Matt Ryan is doing, and they're jumping everything he sends their way. Everything. Uh Toby, can we still contribute
0: that the main man isn't on the field? That shakes up the defense,
4: which is Julio. Yeah, yeah. yeah that you can different. But yeah. here's the thing: it's not like they're gonna not run the same routes that Julio's gonna run. Yeah, so, but they're not Julio. yeah, yes, you, you, you right. <laughs> they're, they're not Julio, bro. So it is gonna make it a little
0: easier on the defense because the, right. the the monster, the monster is not there. Yeah, this you know. this is true. This is true. But the so, thing is, not that they haven't improved, but the real test hasn't been there yet.
4: No, <laughs> it hasn't. But the good news is if they're more than likely they're getting routes that they're gonna see. Right. And right. if they're already jumping them, which they normally don't do, um usually the Monte Casey man is One of the other guys that I didn't mention besides Deion Jones that is confident in jumping routes like that, he's been having a great camp too, by the way. Okay. Um, He's finally catching on to his responsibilities in that nickel um, position. But these guys are very confident, man. And and for me, unfortunately, we may not see Julio Jones until Friday, until Sunday, maybe Right. But Dan Quinn already said he was two weeks out, so we may not see him at all um, until you get to the preseason game that counts. Okay.
3: Yeah. I don't care if I don't see him all preseason long. We already know what Julio
4: can do. That's true. Yeah. We'll take that chance. Yeah, that is true. What yeah. about uh, tight ends? What about tight ends? Oh, I'm glad you mentioned about tight ends because all of them are looking good. Logan Paulson made a nice TD grab uh, right in front of me. Um, Matt Ryan connected with him. Uh, they had a they did a lot of red zone work uh Saturday. Mm-hmm. And Logan got his, Austin Hooper got his. Um these guys are really getting it. Now I'm still kind of trying to figure out where Luke Stalker is going to fit in as far as the pass catching, but you definitely get a lot of raid reviews with him blocking um and serving as a guy that could play that move tight end spot where you can go from fullback to playing inline tight end. So Mm -hmm. he definitely is going to offer that versatility as far as disguising plays. And they definitely showcase that, man. I believe we're going to be a whole lot better team, man. The energy is definitely there, man. And I, I can feel the energy there the whole time. While I was there on Saturday, it was just it was it was just that what I had anticipated. It was, the hill was packed. Wow. Yeah, the hill was packed, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And okay. I want to tell you right now, you guys go ahead and get excited right. about Alan Bailey, man. Okay. I would get very excited about Alan Bailey. The only thing that bothered me today is I noticed he got the number ninety three on, it, and you know who <laughs> else had that number. <laughs> So I had, uh, 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 Mr. Ray Edwards. So so I have to do a little prayer for him because I don't need that Ray Edwards spirit on him. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you up at all <laughs> in the games after you get paid a pretty good, decent amount of money. That's all I'm he saying Kansas. He came from Kansas City, right? Yeah. Um and and uh yeah. you know they've been running a lot of bare fronts, um with three four looks, um which is not really new. Because they, they've been doing that since 2015. Right. Um, the difference is now you have what I feel is better personnel because you didn't have the personnel you have now that you can run those 3-4 looks um, and transition into 4-3 if need be during certain situations that you see the offense is doing. Um but, yeah, they have been running a lot of that, and that has been a hot topic right. uh, amongst a lot of people if they're going to switch to 3-4. But Dan Quinn said they're not switching to a 3-4 defense. They're just going to add more 3-4 looks um, right. into the scheme of things. So, right. And that's exactly what they've been doing. Um, you see guys like Grady Jarrett was out there, Tyler Davidson, um, Jack Crawford, and that looks like that's going to be a very popular one in running those 5-2-4 right. defensive sets. Uh, okay, so there's one name you haven't mentioned yet,
0: Mister Tech McKinley. <laughs> so, so we have
4: much about Tech. So when I was there Thursday and Friday, um, Tech was excused because he had I don't know what it was. They wouldn't tell us. Um, Dan Quinn wouldn't even say, but they did. They excused him at the time I was there. Uh, I don't think he came back till Sunday, and unfortunately that day I couldn't be there. Um, But if you guys, you know, you've been keeping up with what's been going on, there's been a lot of great things come out about him too as well. Um, Leading up until that day, which I was excited to get there because I'm hoping to see Tack McKinley, Um, but because he was excused, I didn't get to see him on Thursday or uh, Saturday at all So that would be another topic of discussion After I see him on Sunday Okay, okay.
3: And maybe I'm ignorant I'm, I haven't followed the, the preseason at all But um, Calvin Ridley
4: So Calvin Ridley <laughs> I was getting ready to get around to Calvin Ridley <laughs> So uh, Calvin Ridley Got hurt right in front of me What? Yeah on Thursday he pulled his hammy Oh uh. Yeah and I was actually down I was down below To get a very good close look And um, him and Mohammed Sanu And Julio Jones You know they always hang together yeah. uh, And they was You know going through a few little drills And, and he pulled up with a hammy Issue um, Which kept him out Saturday uh, Of course they was off on Friday So they was yeah. thinking maybe Saturday he would be ready to go again Now, the good sign is, you know, um, he was out there, but he wasn't in full pads. So, um, they did not allow him to dress in full pads on Saturday at all. So, um, he basically had to sit out on the sideline. And, you know, of course, they went through a few little things. But he wasn't running, but he was catching the ball. You know how they be fake, like they running or whatnot. Right. And and catching the ball, football and stuff like that. But, no, he, he couldn't participate Saturday uh, or Sunday, right. from my knowledge, because they that hammy. and Dan Quinn already said, if they got to leave him out for five days, they will.
2: Oh, okay, so they, uh, they've uh, already talked about that and mentioned that? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, they've already mentioned it, man, and um yeah, right. I, it just, and I didn't think anything was too bad, but I kept yelling out there, man, what is the trainer doing? He need to get this guy on the ground and have him stretching that thing out, and it took about a good 20 minutes before finally Because he kept trying to, you know, play, you know, he kept trying to shake it off or whatever, but it kept nagging him. So he finally got down on the ground and the trainer was working with him or whatnot. And then they just they 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 stopped him pretty much for the rest of the day. So he only got like three, you know, little uh, practice, you know, uh, runs in before that happened. And that was it.
1: Now that's
2: crazy, man, oh. because you would think after all the injuries they had last year, that you would think all their trainers, conditioners, all those people will be like freaking vultures and 911 people. Like if they see somebody just like stuff a toe, it's like a whole group just swarmed just to make sure everybody's all right, man. You would think there would be more a sense <laughs> right. of urgency for that shit.
4: I mean, right, and they was right, they was right there. They were right there. And I'm like, man, if y'all don't get this man on the ground, just tell him to stop. Right. But we don't, Because then he still was trying to run more routes after he did that. And he looked good doing it. And then I heard he was running routes with Matt Ryan after practice when everybody was gone. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, if y'all don't sit this dude down, we need him for the season. Man. <laughs> so, y'all, hey, man, stop. You don't play with no hammies. No, you man. know that's serious, I'm I'm sitting here like, man, y'all y'all, hey man, stop man, let this man chill, exactly, oh, until we get to the season. But yeah, yeah, it happened right in front of me, man. I was like, wow, man, uh, you know. But wow, I I didn't I didn't think it was anything I was gonna keep him out, and damn them, don't believe the same thing either. Cause you know I'm no doctor, so I I, you know, I only know by what I see. Right. But it looked like he was gonna be okay, uh, so. So they were so, uh, saying Duke Riley. Duke Riley is out as well, right? Yeah, so Duke Riley sat out Saturday. I saw him over there on the sidelines, you know, standing over there. Mm. Um, but I, I'm not sure what Duke Riley's going to bring to the table because I didn't see much of a sample size on Thursday. And, of course, like I said, he was out on Saturday um, standing on the sidelines. So, I, I don't know if he's going to—I'm going to be honest, y'all. I don't think he—I don't know if he's going to make the team. Now, if he does, it'll be special teams, of course. Right. But, man, Foye Alokun, that's a big dude, man. <laughs> I, when I saw this dude, I was like, dang, that's a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what I was expecting. Right. But like I'm like, this is a this is a big dude, man. (laughs) We know what
2: you really said, (laughs) Toby. We we know the words you really said, but we we hear you. I
4: was I was shocked, man. I was shocked, man. I mean and you know, of course you heard Jeff Albrecht already get his man Ray reviews and he, he looks every bit of the part, man. I think he's going to be even better this year right. um, than the sample size we saw last season. Um, as far as Isaiah Oliver, uh, he was out there a lot, but he didn't really do anything that, you know, right. got me jumping for joy, but I am going to keep an eye on him for Thursday night, but i tell you who, we, who, who did. Who's that? Um, so reports came out by Jordan Miller and how he's progressing and looking good and that got confirmed on both Thursday and Saturday, man. This dude is very confident, man. He's knocking balls down, stripping balls out because you know he got like uh, a 33-inch arm lift, man. Right. And the, all these guys out there, man, the Dan Quinn has, man. Like, and that's why I was saying it in, you know, high expectation for the secondary. Right. These guys don't count it as a catch yet because when... He's stripping balls out of people's hands, and they're catching the ball in front of him, and he's just reaching them long arms in there, man, and just stripping the ball out. Boom, done deal. He's been batting down pretty much anything that comes his way. Wow. Now, a lot of that, like you said, could be attributed because Julio is not on field right now. Right. But um, him and Kendall Sheffield, because they're going to see a lot of these routes that will run against them this season. But um, him and Kendall Sheffield, man. Kendall Sheffield already has an eye for the ball, man. He already knows where to be at, um, and he's doing the same thing. If he's not intercepting it, he's batting it down. Okay. So mm-hmm. I would definitely, right now, early on, get excited about these guys and what they can bring to the table, man. Right. Um. So it look like a lot of look like a lot of depth in the secondary, huh? Right now, yes. Okay. Right now, Dan Quinn has a lot that he can play with um, this season. And, of course, you know, um, it's already been mentioned that we're going to run some big nickel with three safeties on the field at the same time. Right, yes. Um Unfortunately, J.J. Wilcox went down. Yeah. Um. But now they're moving Kamal Ishmael back to the safety spot, which, you know, I think is the best move for them to take over J.J. Wilcox. Uh, yeah. so I'm definitely excited. I, I you know I don't know why, but I, I like Kamal Ishmael, man. Yeah. And uh oh, I do. He's, been a, oh,
2: yeah.
4: he's been a great serviceable player for them as a seventh round pick. Okay. Yeah, there's so, some linebacker work too, right? Right, right. But I just think he fits more better at the strong safety spot. He's made a lot more yeah, plays you know. there. Yeah, have um, a couple of strong
0: hitters back there with him and uh Neil. Yeah. So yeah. how did Neil look? Oh,
4: Neil looks, man. Neil looks a lot stronger. Okay. He looks a lot stronger, man. That's scary. (laughs) Well, you took the words right out of my mouth because he does look scary when he's down there. And I was saying that Saturday when I was looking at him. I'm like, God, oh, this joke is scary. I would not want to get hit by him at all. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and and um, Ricardo Allen, I'm telling you, man, he's not faded by that Achilles heel injury at all, man. He's, yeah. he's running around there like he never had an injury. Wow. Mm.
2: I love Ricardo, yeah, man. I love it. Ricardo. Yeah,
4: I just hope he
0: can stay on the field too, man. hope he don't tweak that thing. I do too,
2: man. I hope he don't, man. I really hope
0: he don't. Man. That's, that's, our quarter. that's our quarterback back there, man, on that defensive side. Yeah. <laughs> First, what putting qu- everybody in the right spot.
2: One one, one more thing, um, Toby, um, that we hadn't talked about as much. Uh, How's that new O-line looking, man? I mean, is is some work needed, or are you confident about what you saw?
4: You know who stands out the most to me? Hmm. And we've heard a lot of great reviews about Chris Lindstrom, and they look good down there. But I'm going to tell you the one who stands out the most to me is Jake Matthews. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> he 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 is finally taking his play to the next level, man. He's very strong out there, nice. and he's handling business, man. You know, you know he got the big payday now, and he's feeling real good about himself. And I think, man, he's going to have a huge year this year for Matt Ryan on that blind side. And of course, you know, Jamar Brown and and James Carpenter is going at it right. over there for that for that left guard spot. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of early predictions that Jamar Brown will win it because he's the younger guy, mm-hmm. um, but James Carpenter is not going down easy. So wow. it's definitely going to be a challenge up there up front um, for for Jamar Brown if he wants to get that spot man. But the O line is looking great, man. They're opening up a lot of holes for great runs. I mean, right. just about anybody I'm seeing right now is busting through there right. in that zone That zone um, blocking, man. And, they, and they're and getting yards.
2: So Matt doesn't look like he's like in desperate needs out there, like they have to get rid of the ball no, real fast.
4: Not at all, man. Okay. Not at all. But that, that defense, them guys is nasty up front. I'm telling you right now. Them guys is nasty up front. And, nice. and now with those bare front looks that they're doing, you know, um, it's, it's, it should be a great year for taking down offensive line nice. uh, opponents. I'm, I'm very excited about what I'm seeing so far with uh-huh. um, what the defensive line is bringing. And um, the other thing I was going to mention, okay. you know, cause I know a lot of people don't really look at it, but, you know, they always take score there, too. Okay. So, and they have it on the scoreboard back there. And what got me excited, and I know it's just practice. I know it's training camp. But with them doing a lot of red zone work and Jack Crawford was getting in a lot of work, guys. They, I didn't think they were going to let the man off the field. <laughs> but they did a great job at stopping that first team offense from getting into the end zone. Nice. And converting third downs. For That matter, yeah. So, if they continue that, yeah, it's going to be hard. And I saw Dan Quinn throw his fist up in the air, man, when they was making them plays in the red zone to keep them guys from getting in. Man, uh, he was excited, you see it nice. So, it's definitely for me an exciting time for the, you guys to get excited about Atlanta Falcons.
2: Well, what about, what about the offense in the red zone? Did they do anything because they needed to?
4: Saturday, the defense was shutting them down. Now, maybe if Julio Jones was in there, that that right. might have changed things. That's true. But um, yeah, they had a couple of scores, um, but for the most part, that defense was locking down on them. Okay. Wow. Um, so they weren't able to do too much. Um, as a matter of fact, um Dan, Dan Quinn decided this year That they would simulate a game and, and they started the first half of that game yesterday mm. And finished the second half today And the defense kicked butt Oh,
2: nice mm. <laughs> Very nice Q, you feeling, you feeling hype now About that defense? You know, right? Well, hey <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a wait and see guy Yeah <laughs>
0: <Andrea. laughs> I think, you know, I think I, 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 many many women I, talk the big talk, but I gotta flips. wait and see. <laughs> I mean, that's all we can do. That's all we can do. Yeah, know? that is. Yeah. That's all you
2: can do. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, that's all, right. all we can do. But it is exciting to, to hear that, though, man. It, to you know, hear guys are excited, jumping around, flying around, competing, and all that kind of stuff. Because it's been a while since we heard that.
4: Oh, yeah. You, you, I'm telling you, Dan Quinn don't accept nothing less. Yeah. This defense is going to be talking a lot of junk, more junk than you probably ever remember. I'm telling you, because Dan Quinn is a very competitive guy. Right. His character, oozes out of this defense this year, they, they're they so super excited and jumping around and talking crap. Right. I mean, they talking more crap than I ever remember them talking. That's good. That's so, good. you know, I, I it, they need this for their defense. Yeah. Um that type of confidence. Because I'ma tell you right, that's what that's what made Seattle what they were, man. All the characters they had on that defense, man, they talk crap. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Especially
4: (laughs) Richard. Number one, Richard Sherman. (laughs) Yeah. So you already know.
0: Got to play that mental game with these guys, too. You know, they yeah. know physical. Yeah, yeah,
4: you, you you got to, man. And, and that they're, they're definitely doing it. I'm telling you, man. It's going to be – if, if they make half the plays that I'm hoping they're going to make and that translate out of camp yeah. in the preseason and into the season, it's going to be a lot of offenses that are going to be pissed. <laughs> because you thought New Orleans got on your nerves when they kept taking pitches. Um, every time they made plays. <laughs> I'm predicting that I'm going on record right now saying I'm predicting that the Atlanta Falcons defense is gonna probably be a, a notch or two above that. Wow. Because they 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 those guys are they're not playing, man. Tell Thank me. You in the background. <laughs> so 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 you tell me right now,
3: Falcons win uh, the AFC South? I mean the what, the NFC South? I'm feeling good
4: about it. I can you're tell you that I'm oh, yeah, okay. feeling very good about it. it if we don't, if, as long as we don't get injuries and we can keep the injuries at a minimum, we have a great shot at winning that division. That's the key, a right there.
3: Shot. Toby, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on uh, uh, blood, per- blood pressure <laughs> medication. I can't afford to
4: get too many woodies now. So, <laughs> <Okay>. no, uh, <laughs> hey man, I, I feel like we got an opportunity to shut New Orleans' offense down. Uh, especially if Michael Thomas don't show up to um, camp. Man, all you
0: got to do is get to Drew Brees and oh, wow. shut that down. You get to Drew Brees, you, you shut down that offense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. It run through, runs through Drew, man. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. does. Mm-hmm. It does. Drew, Drew's one of them dudes, man. No matter
3: who he faces, he's 400-plus yards a game on an on a, <laughs> <a> okay
4: day. <laughs> yeah, I, You know, hopefully, hopefully we can we can minimize that a little bit, man. I mean, we're definitely going to have to really rely on that defensive line, and we got some great guys up front, man. It's 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 loaded right now uh, with what we have. Speaking of
3: the division, speaking of the division, what do you guys think about what uh, Crown Legs is going to do down there in Tampa Bay? Not <laughs> a damn thing.
1: <laughs>
3: Some old <crabs. laughs> What do you think about Cam Newton coming off that shoulder surgery?
0: What's he gonna do? I don't think he's right.
2: Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I
0: don't I've been wondering that, that but he's been getting too many screws in that shoulder, man. I don't know.
4: Yeah, you- I don't think he's right.
2: Yeah, and I and I heard something today that I don't know if he said it or they were talking about. He said he shouldn't have been playing last year and whatever, you know, by the time the the, the time that he did play when he shouldn't have been made it worse
4: Right, but he shouldn't have been playing, he's right he he should not have been playing you know, but Ron Rivera needs to save his job, so hey right. at the expense of Cam Newton's shoulder Mm. both might go out at the same time
3: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of of saving jobs does, uh, does Dan Quinn need to save his job this year? If we win seven, eight, nine games at the most this year, don't make the playoffs, does Dan Quinn have to worry about his job?
0: I believe so. I, I, I believe so. Yeah, he, yeah, he already put himself out there taking over this defense. So that's saying yeah. now that <laughs> yeah, yeah, That was dead. saying a lot that he was worried.
4: That, <laughs> mm, that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. That tells you, all, you can say you're not feeling pressure all you want to, but we know otherwise – we and, know otherwise. Yeah, and we. And,
2: go, go ahead, Toby. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: No, not, no, I, and I, I'm glad because if it took this to get him to finally coach this defense, yeah. then so be it. Right. Because he should have been doing it all along. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if this year doesn't work
3: out and we have to move on to a new coach, I mean, who's out there? I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those situations, too. I don't, I don't really see anybody out there.
4: What? You know who you know you know who you know who my uh fantasy Thank coach you. would be? Shut ahead. Nope. <laughs> he in comics, Mr. Davo Sweeney. Dabo ain't leaving Clemson, mm, man. I, 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 Dabo ain't leaving Clemson. You know, we ain't that out of with the college coach. I the blank to go out and get him. Dabo mm-hmm. getting
2: paid big dollars, man. They, they, they hooked him up very well this year. I know. I, he, I'll he's the, he's tell you. The, he's the king the College of, coaches only worked out for one team, and that's Seattle. Dabo, just how uh, Saban is the king of Alabama, Dabo is the king of South Carolina right back now.
4: Hey, man. He's the king of He's
2: Alabama, man. but he
3: can't. He can't come over here and turn the Falcons around, and neither could Nick Saban. Yeah, and
2: we already know that about Nick Saban. I just, I think those are just college guys. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it will work because you can talk to those guys <laughs> so in what's, college yeah, differently than the guy you get. That get
0: on? Say what else? What's the guy that got a on the airplane for Marcus? Oh,
2: you about Bobby Petrino, Bobby, Bobby Petrino, Bobby the Snake, <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, the Snake. <laughs> Bobby the Snake Petrino. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So that was. Uh, they have policy. to go.
3: Mm-hmm. Arthur Blake would have to go into his pockets and get uh, Callen, uh um What's the old Pittsburgh uh, Steelers coach? Oh, oh, uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. No, 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 not
0: him. Before uh, him, he's about the, the oh, white guy? Cow.
3: Mm-hmm. The Probably, yeah, cow. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's the only. That's the only coach I can see. That's out there yeah, okay. right now. Unless you went college, but I can't. I don't think these college coaches can come in and adapt in one season. You
4: now you come in in one season and you
3: mm-hmm. lay an egg.
4: Yeah, I, I know. Like maybe, that. maybe it's just me, man. But I, 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 definitely, I would love if we could get Dabo, man. But I don't. I, I believe Dan Quinn would be in trouble if they don't make the playoffs. But if they, if they make the playoffs and they don't go any further than that, I think Thomas Dimitrov time will be. Up.
2: Well, I think I think if if when when that happens, I think it's going to be a twofer. I think it's going to be Thomas and Quinn at the same time. I don't think he's going to do one without the other.
3: I've honestly felt like Thomas' time has been up for a while, but they keep bringing him around and they keep trying to do new things, but I'm just kind of like, I don't know, man, about this dude, man.
2: I mean, what he sees in the report all looks good. It matches up on paper as far as what they saw in college and all that, but it's just when they get here, like Vic Beasley, you know, it's just like what happened, you know? It's like they, like,
3: right? You know, or that? like Jamal Anderson, second dirty, second dirty bird, Jamal Anderson.
2: Right, but there's a lot of good guys that he does pick that work out pretty well. You know, great Jarrett worked out great. You know, but it's oh
4: yeah, Deion Jones, Deion Jones, yeah. So but we still don't know how much of a factor Scott Pioli played in that, right? And we will find that out probably after this season with the next draft. But I got I, I um I got a question for you guys. Do you think if Vic Beasley has a good year, that the Falcons offer him a new contract?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, if he has a good year, absolutely they will. Yeah, I think they'll keep him around.
2: It's funny you this say is, that. This is
0: this huh? is audition. This is audition to stay around right here. Right. That's why they that contract.
2: I ain't gonna get too much into this because I want to save this for your boy uh, Toby because I saw his video about that, <laughs> <laughs> have, and that was very interesting. So I, I want to save that for him a little more. But that he brought up something I didn't even think about, but uh, it was very good, man. Y'all should check that out. He has a really good video about keeping Vic Beasley on, and 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 what he was talking about kind of makes sense. If they did decide to keep him, it wouldn't be defensive end. It would be more of a linebacker role.
4: hmm And the they, pay is different.
2: Yeah, the pay is different. It was like two, three million dollars less? Yeah. So that was yeah. it. And that's interesting, man. That could kinda work out, you know. And they can franchise tag him too.
4: Yeah, they need me, you know. Uh, we'll see. But I ain't all right, well then, you know, I'll let it go then until he, he can get on then. <laughs> you know. But I don't know I I wanted I wanted Big Beast to hear Uh, I believe I mentioned that before watching him in college I felt like he would be a great fit in Dan Quinn's defense and um, you know even though he didn't show up to OTAs I'm still a believer in him so uh, I'm still I'm still gonna believe in him until he just shows me otherwise if he can't uh, get it done
2: I think he probably he's already shown that and I don't think it's it's a skill set. I think it's a mental thing with him. And you know
4: Yeah.
2: And and, and this and I, I kinda got an inside scoop from this even before the Falcons picked him up. Just from a one day thing with my coworker who worked with well, who had him in and we had him on the show and um and, and, and they talk to him and stuff. And he, he's a real nice guy, real cool, even head, chill dude. But they're like, his demeanor, man, he ain't going to last long in the NFL. And to me, it seems like Vic is kind of like content already. I think he's like, I've done it. I've been here five years. You know, if I retire early, hey, I got some money. He doesn't seem to be like Ricardo or anybody else. Like, he really is excited as far as his well, you know, his work ethic from what everybody's saying, because if it was, no one would be talking about him, you know, negatively. I don't know. That's what I think. What do you think?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, that's definitely what I've been hearing. I don't know him personally, but I did hear something to that effect today Right. Um, reported by someone um, who was kind of angry with how his demeanor is. He don't feel like he cares type of um Type of attitude or whatnot, but right. I mean, you you could be right. I mean, he may feel like you know, hey, I played at the highest level, uh, got to a Super Bowl, right. and now I got some money, I can actually retire, and I I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at, him at all. I mean, he has all of that, all of the above. So right. if that is the case, and that's what happens, then you know, hey. Um, good luck to him. But if he does have a great year, I, I think we'll be hard pressed for the Falcons to allow him to go somewhere else without presenting an offer. Right. Um, you know that was Dan's first pick. Right. Uh, and they're tied to the hip like a quarterback and a coach would be. Yeah. And um, that's why Dan had to stick his neck out and wants to, you know, really help him get to the next next level because that was his. First pick, yep. Yeah, so I can definitely understand that. I, I think, I think, you know, even though I haven't seen much out of him the two days I've been there, mm-hmm. um, you know, I wish I could have gone more, but I, I, I'm not going to give up on him yet until I see how he really looks this season. And he may only have five, six sacks again, but like you said, when my partner had talked about that, right. um, that may not affect anything. Right, uh, as far as the money goes,
2: yeah, that's true, man. So I mean, you know, I'm rooting for the guy, but it just it just seems like you know his heart ain't in it, man. It just seems that way.
4: But uh, I definitely don't see Desmond Trufant being here. Um, <laughs> yeah, if he falls flat on his face and he's got some hungry guys behind him that is itching, right, to play in his spot, I can tell you that right now. Oh yeah. Uh, so. We shall see that that shall be continued. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and more than likely, you won't see him this first game, but I'm sure you will definitely see Isaiah Oliver out there. And we should see Vic Beasley out there, but I have a feeling he won't be out there either. Yeah, I'm probably not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All yeah. right, but well, Tony, man, woo, you gave us, you dropped some good knowledge on us, man. We really appreciate that, man.
4: You know, hey man, I appreciate you guys um, Having me on, man it's, it's You guys are a load of fun, man Y'all don't hold any, hold back any punches
2: oh, That's cool, man And we appreciate all the love you're giving us on Twitter, man And we try to reciprocate as well So, it's a big family, man
3: Yes, sir Hey, I would love to have Toby on for the Social Mess Show And do a Social Mess Show soon
2: Does <laughs> Toby <what> <laughs> you know what that
3: is? Tell Toby nah, what it
2: is Rock, tell me what it is well it's our it's our other little spin-off show, but it has nothing to do with uh with the Falcons or anything. It's more of like um just what's happening in entertainment. We just talk
3: about current events, current man. Events, we talk yeah. about, you know, you know, R. Kelly being locked up. We talk about just just stuff that's going on in the in the media right now, just social media type stuff. But, but it's fun and there's a lot of jokes to be made with it.
4: <laughs> a lot
3: of jokes. I think, it I think you might enjoy it, man. You
4: know, was, you know, we'll spin out keep the all this stuff See, yeah, what? I keep up with all of that stuff too So I mean, yeah, that definitely will be fun I don't I don't back down from it It, it definitely will be fun to talk about Alright, that's good, we haven't done one in a while So we're overdue for one We yeah, haven't
3: done one in a while, I like to do one in soon
2: yeah. Definitely before the Definitely the next week or two
3: while everything's, while everything's hot But yeah, Toby, man, it was great having
4: you on, man Yeah, I always appreciate it, man I, I thank you guys, man uh, Hey man, keep doing y'all thing, man indeed man you do you do too man
2: i mean everybody be sure be sure be sure to check out toby's uh videos him and jr's videos at pound for pound uh on youtube is that that's how they can do go to youtube look up pound for pound falcons or something like that
4: Yep, you can look up pound for pound falcons uh pound for pound atlanta falcons uh they've associated in, us in with their name now so when you when as soon as you type in atl falcons come up so that's a blessing nice. uh, i guess because we tag atlanta falcons so much in there i guess youtube said man, man we we'll go ahead and do it <laughs> but um so yeah but that's that's how you can look it up man pound for pound atl and um either falcons will come up or atlanta falcons will come up so you can hit either one of those and there we are
2: it sounds good man and and um, next week we'll try to have we'll have jr on and Jr. will give his perspective on what he sees and uh' well, both of you guys and um, and then you know we'll also talk about that first uh exhibition game against the Broncos so it should be a fun time man and uh oh, yeah and you know we're winding down uh, This camp stuff. So, this this would be our last summer camp, episode five. Everything else would be training camp up to preseason. And when preseason really starts, we'll kick in with the regular show. So, we will definitely have you come back on, man, throughout the season. So,
4: I'm looking forward to that. Indeed, indeed.
2: All right, fellas, y'all got anything else? QL? No, I got nothing else, man. It was a good show. Very, very, uh, we had a lot of information that was given out. That's good. Indeed, man. And, uh, what about you, Al? You good? See, Al's on mute, so, I mean, he's doing something. (laughs) And I don't even want to know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) He's being sexy, doing, Mm, yeah. He may be looking at those pictures of Caitlyn in her bikini that I sent out the other day.
4: I heard heard some noises back there, but I didn't want to say anything and draw any (laughs) attention to that. I heard. All right, guys.
2: Well, uh, again, Toby, we appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll be talking to you hopefully
4: next week. Yes, sir. Now, you tell Aries, Falcon, and uh, Hoop, man, they got to figure out uh, how to be able to get back on with us now. You know, they can't do this again now.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. He's damn He's right, right they do. He's right. <laughs> Mostly Hoop.
2: Aries no, rarely misses, but... Especially Hoop, but Hoop, you know, Hoop's man about town, so he has things to do, but
3: yeah, yeah. Aries works at McDowell, so you know, he's gonna be breakfast or lunch or whatever it might be. <laughs> <laughs> and he might be busy right now because has it, they're shooting Coming to America Part Two in Atlanta this, uh, this, this fall, so <laughs> he, might, he might be busy
2: <laughs> at the new
3: McDowell. <laughs> yeah, and we're all waiting for that. I can't wait to see Coming to America Part Two. Uh,
2: oh, wow. Uh, that's hilarious! Uh, I can't <laughs> all right, <laughs> fellas Well, on that
3: oh, note, oh, right, before you go, good. speaking of Eddie Murphy, if you guys have Netflix, there's a show called um, Comedians Comedians and, and Cars, Cars Getting Coffee, something yeah. like that. Y'all know it, yeah. You know it, yeah. Okay, oh, they good. did uh, one with Eddie. They did one with Eddie Murphy. I watched it today, and it was pretty damn good. So I say
2: go check it out. Okay. All right. I'm to right. check that out tonight. All right. All right, and with that, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.
1: Peace. See you, Toby. All right, now. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at what'supfalcons.com. We'll be right back.
2: Hey, Falcon fans, we know you love football, and I'm sure you love college football. And each week, Anthony Goldman and I, as well as friends and guests, get together and talk college football on the College Football Debrief. That's right, John. And of course, you'll get game recaps, game breakdowns, inside analysis on coaching. But the most fun part about this, it's two guys talking college football that love college football and are passionate about the game. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, whatever your podcatcher is. And rumor has it, Anthony and I will have a tailgating segment. Fly up the stakes, Anthony. Can't wait, John. Got the smoker going. It's College Football Debrief. Everything you want to know about college football and more. On your phone, laptop, mobile device, any of service you desire, John, we are there. It's the College Football Debrief.